Oh, look who's back, Biebs. It's back us. again. It's us. Guess who's back? Is it us? It's us. Oh, it's us. <laughs> Hi, I'm back. Hey, it's Adventures in Roommating. We're <clears throat> back. We are back. I'm Megan Tonjes. <clears throat> oh, I'm here Keith we Batista. go. Here we go. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. I'm Keith Batista. And we're a couple of friends. Of soon to be divorced. You, you coughing ass bitch. What, I thought you were going to join me. That's why you were waiting. Join you what? Into the, we're a couple of friends. Yeah, I know. You day one ass bitch. Just trying to fuck with you. I can't be Stare fucked with. Stare into your soul as you I talk at you're you. Not, you're not capable of seeing into my soul. You're a Capricorn. I live with you. I know you. Nah, girl. There's still Better parts of me. You know yourself, there's girl. still parts of me you don't know, girl. That's just what I let you see. Yeah. That's just what I let you see, Beebs. How's that oatmeal, girl? It's good. I'm going to do my best to not munch and talk. You love munching and talking. It's your favorite. I like getting my food in. You do. It's my fuel. You love getting... It's my fire. <laughs> and if I don't do it, I'm really cranky, so... Uh, you're cranky regardless, girl. <laughs> a way for me to avoid crankiness is to avoid... Uh, is to it's just we, we feed the boy. Uh, before we get started, I want to give a shout out to two of our Patreon BBs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett. Who didn't want us to promote anything, just wanted to give us money, which we appreciate. I mean, that's all we really want. Yeah, I mean, I want, <laughs> I'll take your love too. And Valerie, oh, yeah, yeah, that too. Valerie wants to promote a Tumblr. Um, Tumblr, Tumblr is, I thought Tumblr got shut down. No, Tumblr didn't get shut down. There's just less titties on it. Oh, well, what's the point then? Listen, there's a lot of things happening on Tumblr, bitch. Okay, listen, Live <laughs> Journal went through the same thing. Everything okay. can come back. Sorry, go on. Uh, the uh, Go check it out. I'm going to click on it right now. I'm going to go to it right now. The poisedneurotic.tumblr.com. Neurotic. Oh, wait. Uh, I clicked on it. It doesn't exist anymore. So, you know. Oh, nothing shout, to see here. Shout out to you, Valerie. <laughs> Appreciate you. Well, you know, just sign up for a Tumblr. <laughs> just sign up for a fucking Tumblr. And don't show titties anymore, I guess. I mean, you know. It's what, what was it? What was it? They just shut They just shut down all like porn, pornographic content? Yeah, girl. It's that fucking... Foss. Oh wait, no! It was like it was like a chi- it was like a fight against was it a fight against child pornography? Girl, that's what all of this shit they try to preface it under, but it's really just or hurting it, sex workers. Or is it like a super con- yeah, like more it's conservative just sex workers group trying to shut down? It's what is it called? Liberated the, people. Yeah, girl. Um, I don't remember the exact. It's so funny these days. I can't tell who's where on the political spectrum. <laughs> it's like wait, they want these people to not show titties because of because of God or because of. Uh, um, some other, some other more liberal reason. Well, it all comes down. Well, it's FOSTA SESTA. That's the whole fucking issue. What's that? It's the the law intended to curb sex trafficking, but all it does is fucking hurt sex. What does Tumblr have to do with sex trafficking? Girl, this is the same reason why people have you not seen all the sex workers talking about how Patreon and Twitter and all these places are like cracking down on things. I feel like Patreon's really. I feel Patre- like I come across a lot of nude. Photographers that yeah they just make get a living by, off of but it. there are definitely people that like if they have sexually related stuff. I have a friend that has a podcast. Oh yeah, that got you know what Brie, Brie was telling me exactly. that she I think it's something to do with even like PayPal or like something where it's like if they find out yeah PayPal that you're, shut it down. you're selling sex specifically they'll yeah. shut you down yeah yeah this is all this is all coming back to FOSTA SESTA which is just trash hmm. um, and mostly hurts sex workers. So I'm shocked yeah. you haven't seen like I feel like. All the people you follow, especially. I feel like everyone was talking about it there for a while. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like I see a lot of... I mean, I follow... It got rid of... It's why Craigslist got rid of their personal section. It's like... 
you know, trash. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'd have to do more research on it just to be more informed about it, but it does seem like it seems like it's a weird... Like, you're, you're shutting down... Like se- uh, sex trafficking, I can't imagine. I don't. I mean, I don't know the numbers, but I don't know if posting titties on Tumblr encourages oh, I, sex trafficking, sex trafficking as defi- much as shutting down Tumblr would help. Yeah, fix. sex trafficking. Well, it's not shutting down Tumblr though. Sex shutting down the being able to post. Sex trafficking is absolutely happening and absolutely a fucking problem. Yeah, no, but not, there are plenty course. of people that are just freelance ass sex workers. But like another argument is, I don't think immigrants. <laughs> Or the you know letting immigrants in to the country causes mm. sex trafficking. That's one of the things that Trump uses. Is it? Yes. Oh. Or at least his base does. Where it's like you're gonna let in the rapists. You're gonna let in no. the drug traffickers. Girl, the rapists you're gonna let are in here. The sex traffickers. The rapists are fucking here. I don't know. What we <laughs> yeah, rape is universal. It's, it's guys. been it's happening. <laughs> we no matter how good. It's, it didn't you matter. Look at the Catholic you... Church all the way down to you know Nazis. Rape is in everywhere. Yeah, girl. I, I, <laughs> The amount of men or people in general that have raped in this country, I sure if we broke it down, it's not an immigrant problem. Mm-mm. It's a rapist problem. God bless. You know? Oh, Margo's over it, Margo too. Margo is done. Margo's done. Margo's had her breakfast. Yeah, girl, she had her little morning walk, her little morning poo. Her little morning everything. Little I was there for it all. Pee. I was there for it all. Ooh. We, earlier, we looked up cystic fibrosis. These are things that we Google. <laughs> and the picture of the child Next to the thing about cystic fibrosis, it looks very unhappy. No, cystic fibrosis is not a fibroid, right? No. It's a genetic cystic disorder fibrosis. that affects mostly the lungs. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's, uh, what's her, uh, uh, the fault in our stars. Didn't that binge have cystic fibrosis? Clubbing in the fingers of a person with, hmm. Yeah, it's your lungs. It's like you're, you're drowning when you breathe. Oh, that's why she had the, um. The oxygen, oxygen tank, tank whatever. Yeah. Is that terminal? Um, or is it something you can live, I think live it, with? I think it... Isn't there a YouTuber who... Um, <laughs> you're jumping all over the <laughs> No, I feel like there's a YouTube there is girl, someone, like There is someone girl. that died. Yeah, and she died. Did she pass away? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, girl. They, they released like a whole series with her. I think she died. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, I think it... I'm, it I don't know that it is a... You're going to... I think you might just die younger. Or it probably like inhibits your quality of life enough to the point. Yeah. Who knows, girl? There's all kinds of crazy shit people have to deal with. That I just wish the aliens would show up and cure us. You know, just like thing, give girl. us the technology. I'm learning more and more that. I mean, we can't aliens be trusted. are probably very unlikely. <laughs> Do you think so? Yeah. I mean, we don't have to shift topics, but I just I just watch a lot of videos about. We do shift topics. The Fermi paradox and. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, but I thought there the chances of... Well, we don't... I mean, how do we know that life hasn't, on other planets, evolved? Because we can see. <coughs> to all the planets ever? Well, we're, we're surveying star systems Just, like crazy. We, we, we now know, know of over thousands and thousands of planets, exoplanets surrounding other stars. And uh-huh. the way we can... One of the markers of life is to analyze the atmosphere. And so when a planet passes in front of a star the light goes through the atmosphere and hits our telescopes and we can uh-huh. analyze what's in the atmosphere. 
So you ever we, hear something that's like, it sounds so cool and you don't care? It's like... I don't know like, why you don't care, girl. That's fascinating to it's me. Like I can, w- it's like I want to, but my mind won't hold on to the information quick enough to understand it, to it's care. Not very, it's just saying, so if they look at a planet and they see that there's oxygen in the atmosphere or okay. they see if there's CFCs in the, in the atmosphere, like not natural... Occur, not naturally occurring elements. Okay. Then that's a clear sign that either there's biology, if there's oxygen or carbon dioxide, or if it's unnatural elements that they detect, then it means that it was probably created by some civilization. So what if what if some other kind checking. of life evolved that doesn't need oxygen and shit? Well, that, that's you know, it's not just oxygen. They could determine several um, things that I don't know the exact. Yeah. details of that but there's ways for them to be able to determine if there's oxygen then there's indication that there might be plants or if there's methane it could be another thing methane there's certain gases that only are work with life or mm-hmm. elements that work with life mm-hmm. carbon rich ones interesting so i still think they're coming and we haven't found shit i think they pass us over and they don't give a fuck about it microbes are likely Little bacteria, little single-celled organisms, mm-hmm. but intelligent or even more advanced life seems... Advanced life, maybe, but intelligent life seems to... There's no evidence anywhere. That we found yet. That we found yet, but, you know... I think it's It's coming. looking more and more likely that life like ours exists maybe once or twice per galaxy. And there's so trillions you're saying it's of galaxies. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> That's all I need, girl. But we have to go to the Delta, the Delta Quadrant. We don't and that's have where to the do shit, are, girl. Girl, listen, <laughs> we don't have to do shit. I think that we just need to stop. We need mm. to pull it. We need to rein it back. I just want to join like a science podcast and be like fascinated by everything they say. Why don't you just listen to a science podcast? No, I want to ask the questions. You want to answer questions? Ask and, the questions. Oh, you want to ask the questions. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Why don't you start a science podcast, girl? One day. Why don't you start a science podcast where... You ask the questions, and then I explain to you. <laughs> I would love it if we had a guest, like a physicist. Like, maybe like once a month, you, yeah, you'll get brand. like, you know, I don't know, some witch. And then I'll get... <laughs> First of all, fuck you. I'll help get an me. astrophysicist. Bitch, I'm about, I'm about to work on a list of things I need help with for the podcast, girl. And I was like, in my head, I was like, you know what? I got to work as a Capricorn would. And I'm, I'm going to like pull examples of what I'm talking about. And from other podcasts, and I'm just going to put it all into a little Google Doc, girl. I'm going to send it over and be like, mm-hmm. should should you perchance get the time, mm-hmm. you know, help 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 me out with a little a little a little captioned, a little something, a little promo on that um, ass, you know? I'm just realizing that... Because I'm drowning. <laughs> like... <laughs> um. Speaking of like changing into a Capricorn, it's like I'm realizing I have to change. Yeah. More. Yeah. I think I have to finally grow up. Yeah. Things I'm looking at. Growing up sounds. Stop being so self-interested. Awful. Growing up sounds awful. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm of both worlds. You know. I mean, I don't know that. I just don't. I think it's fine to be self-interested and to worry about yourself and make sure that you are always happy. Yeah. Um. But I also think I don't know that, how fulfilling like, that will be in the end. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like look ahead and be like, okay, fine, I did all for me. Now I have no. I feel like I fear I'm gonna have nobody or very yeah, few people. You know. But I think that like you're viewing it and being as vague as possible. I think I don't personally see what your situation is as being so self interested that like it sounds like you're like a bad person for not doing certain things. No. And I don't think that that's true. I think that. I would rather someone is like, I want to do the thing that I want to do and, and 
figure out my life. But I do think there's a difference between someone saying, I'm going to go volunteer at a soup kitchen versus I'm going to try and get rich quick. Okay. I'm trying to figure out where I stand on that. Because I am trying to make money and I am trying to... Being rich or having wealth Mm -hmm. isn't necessarily something I need. Mm -hmm. But if it does happen... Through what doing what I do, mm-hmm. that is a perfect world situation. Yeah. On top of that, I mean, look, I'm not saying I have to be wealthy, but I do feel like I would like to have a money to the point where if I want to go somewhere, I can just secu- go. You want security, girl. But it's like in this world, thing. it's hard to get that kind of security on if, even if, yeah, it's just hard to get that type of security with how... Expensive everything is today, you know? Yeah, well, girl, I would say most of the people we know, uh, most people I've ever known have been people that are like, w- no one's off well off enough to just like, okay, got here. Mm-hmm. Like everyone is continuing to work and their jobs are shifting and the things that they want change. But I just think that like, I, there's, uh, you know, to play devil's advocate, there's a part of me that's like, when you were talking about like, oh, soup kitchen versus Remember getting Cass rich. And G? I do remember Casper. What's he doing? He bought a house and he's doing fucking nothing, girl. He was with Maker. Oh, well, I mean, he's, he, I, shouldn't, like dark... I shouldn't say that. He's doing. I'm sure he's doing lots of stuff. I think he's acting and writing and probably doing all that stuff. But he's not really but doing like worry, online stuff. Right? I don't know that that's true. He can do what he wants because he now has a foundation. Yeah, because he was which... one of four people that got a company that but I also invested in. <laughs> but I also would imagine because there's a part of me that's like, oh, that'd be dope to be like, oh, I've I've made enough where yeah. I can just do what I want now. Yeah. I don't have to worry about bills. I don't have to necessarily go to a nine to five. But human beings always find a thing but that they don't have. That that's, they're well, well, I'm going to say, but on the flip side, I think a lot of people like that. Mm-hmm. Based on my experience of seeing them talk about it, yeah. they tend to be unfulfilled people. Mm-hmm. They tend to be sad. They tend to be lonely. Well, this is why celebrities who have all the access and all of the money end up like ODing. or or Or, I mean, you can't escape... You can't escape mental illness. You can't escape. You can change yeah, the access other, and all this things. All this stuff thing. changes. But I just think this is my overall from your first statement where you were like the the choice. Like if I woke up today to get rich or to go to work at a soup kitchen to volunteer at a soup kitchen, I think that yes, you your priorities shift and things that you want change. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that like growing up means that I do something I don't want to do. At least for me, I do something that I don't want to do every day for the rest of my life, potentially, to keep something because I'm scared. You know what I'm saying? Say, say that again. Like, like I'm trying to think of an exa- like a way to tie it back for me. Like, uh, I'm not saying I'm going to do things that I don't want to do, but no, there I, might be times where, like... When you want to. I think your priorities can shift. And, you know, I just think ultimately I need a therapist. Mm-hmm. And I'm already making moves to go actually, you know, it's the advice I always give on this podcast. And mm-hmm. welcome. I mean, I have seen therapists before, so it's not like this yeah, is new yeah. for me. But, you know, I'm actually doing it this time. I think I'm going to go see For like someone. an in-person person. Yeah, like a 50-minute sort of yeah, yeah. real session. I think that would be good. Uh, everyone that I know that talks about therapy, like, loves therapy. I mean, they also talk about how it gets worse first. Well, that's the thing too. So and enjoy I, the depths, bitch. Well, that's it too, because it's. <laughs> oh, Margo's. It's something I kind of went through recently, where I kind of made a mistake a few weeks ago, and mm-hmm. you know, 
I learned stuff about myself and the way I went about things that mm-hmm. are not great. Um, not that I was a piece of shit. He but woke like, me up too early and I was like, listen, bitch. <laughs> wait, what? I'm joking. Oh, I was oh, like, oh. you woke me up too early. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but, you know, there was things that I, I discovered there that I was like, oh, I didn't even realize that by doing this, I am suggesting that. Um, yeah. I don't know where I was going with this, but ultimately I think going to see someone... Oh, because you said it's going to be hard. why you do I things. got angry. I got, like, really defensive. Mm-hmm. I got um, super... I don't want to say depressed, but I got really yeah. down on myself. Yeah, girl. Um, sure feel those emotions, bitch. And I think that's a lot of what... Even just having... If you've... I. I it shifted you. When you change, it's painful. Oh, change yeah. is painful, right? So Changes. I always had it in my head that one day I'm gonna want to change, and it's gonna be something I want to do, and it's gonna be great. <laughs> That's what I have in I'm my head. I wake up and I'll be like, "Today's the day." Yeah, no, like I, I, I really feel, feel like one day. Yeah. I'm 35 at this point. List. Hasn't happened yet, so <laughs> maybe I have to actually, you know. Well, girl, you know what? If there's anything something. I've known uh, from men in their 40s and 50s is that, you know, a lot of Mid-life people, crisis, a girl. lot of people continue on. Just not questioning anything. So. Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we can get into that in a minute, but we um, don't have to. But uh, yeah, so it's just uh, I'm realizing that because there is a part of me that it's like my therapy for one session. Um, oh, girl, this is, I love it. You should journal. Sorry, guys, I'm holding back some tears. <laughs> Me and my girlfriend yeah. are taking a break. <clears throat> yeah, girl. A pause. <clears throat> I can't talk right now, sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. I forgot Go. what I was going to say anyway. You just need to say it. Oh, fuck, why did I even get you're, into that? What was I saying? Uh, 35 therapy That's another reason thing. Changing, I gotta stop smoking weed I lose my train waking of thought Every up, fucking second Waking up And uh, thinking that You were gonna wake up And you were just gonna change Because you wanted to And you were ready to do it As opposed to The reality Which is Change usually happens When you, you don't even know It's happening And it's painful Yeah um, Because What I've realized And what I fight against too I know Marco I see you You're scared I hear that noise outside too I hate them as well Um, (laughs) It's a mutual hatred At this table But anyway Getting back to Changing It's um, It's not It's just a You know I'm prepared for it To be a painful thing Where I'm gonna feel And I'm really hard on myself So I feel like yeah, you are. When I am, when I haven't been as good as I know I should have been. Yeah. It really fucks me up, you know? Yeah. I, I wonder if that's from my parents. I feel like I'm going to have to discover a lot about how I was raised. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they expected a lot from me, like mm. high expectations. And um, I don't know. I always thought that was a good thing. But as now that you're getting older, you're realizing that maybe it, it stalls you in a way. Yeah, this I think f- I think it it causes me to not do a lot of things I want to do. I um, for fear of failure, you know. Ooh, girl, I relate to it. Um, I made a video a few weeks ago about therapy mm-hmm. and three things that I've learned. Even though I took a break from my therapist for a bit, just because I was like, I'm going. <laughs> I came back from New York from the sad Aquarius shit, and I was like, I just need to sit in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to talk. Of, even though I talked about it, I don't want to like 
I wasn't ready what to. What the sh- fuck? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I wasn't ready. So this motherfucker was doing this like yeah, Friday girl. night. This is what this is what he does. Um, see now you fucked me up. I'm off track. Oh no no. So I was saying that like anyway, I made this video and uh, better help, Mama Tanjas. Um, and I talked about three things that I've learned since starting therapy. So I think that like even going into therapy, even those first sessions, it was the first time that I was like really as I was. I'm so used to talking to a friend right. out loud on a podcast. Yeah. And having some kind of c- commiserating with me, you know, mm-hmm. um, and making jokes and like being able to shift into the next topic. Yeah. And this was not that. It was like talking mm-hmm. to someone who wasn't going to give you a story back and was, like was just listening. So that the process of that just made me, I think, more conscious of like when I am saying certain things out loud or when I'm doing things like, how does this sound when I say it out? <laughs> and I'm not like making it a bit. Mm-hmm. And so I said one of the a few oh, things. I'm sure you're going to learn that. You, both, both you and I use humor as a way to deflect. Oh, you know. but bitch, we have to. This world is awful. <laughs> I need something. Yeah. But Give me I, a little joy. I, I do. It, it is a way to sort of avoid having to deal with it, you know? Yeah, but I do think that we also... I get a tissue. I'll be right back. Go for it. I was going to say, I also do think that, like, you know... I mean, I guess that's something that I'm thinking about recently and, like, you know, probably even being attracted to unavailable people. Um... Is that, of course, I find these people that I'm like, oh, you're my, you know, here's everything. Like, you know, this is, you know, I I feel this connection, blah, blah, blah. And it's always against people that aren't looking for it, ready for it, whatever. And so I always think in my head, oh, I'm a really open person. I'm like really like vulnerable and open. And I think I am to an extent. But in the moments, like, especially with men, where I'm like, oh, see, I'm so open. Yeah, I'm, I'm being open with someone that's closed off. So it's easy to be open because there's nothing that's actually at stake. Mm-hmm. They're not taking anything in. It's not like someone's equally there, which is the more terrifying because you're like, oh, you're actually listening to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As opposed to I'm just saying things to you and I'm hurt, but I'm like yelling against a fucking wall. But I was saying in this video that there are three things I've learned. Mm-hmm. And one of them was, well, a few. I'm scared of my own success. And I, I shared some voice notes from Dan. Me too. Where I literally, Dan, like, I'll have to send, I'll just I'm show scared you. scared of being successful because of the pressure that would come from having to maintain success. Girl, I'm going to show you this voice note that Dan sent me where Dan was just like, you know what your real problem is? Is that you're scared of your own success. And mm-hmm. you're like, you're terrified that by becoming the thing, you're going to have to actually be the thing. And right, I was like, right. God damn, bitch. You like, okay. your, you like your, your time. Yeah. I mean, that that's true. Is like, I, I'm making a video that I'm working on right now where I talk about maybe I asked for it. So I said... What? Oh, let me get to that in a second. <laughs> Not like that. Um, I'll get to that in a second. But one of the things was that I talked about in this video that I've learned is I started looking back at my childhood. And I'm realizing that there are things about me that are definitely way more affected by my dad and stuff that he did. Like my dad was very mm. much like... I was five years old and couldn't swallow pills, so he was going to yell at me until I cried. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I um, I had like um, they never figured out what it was, but I had issues with like I had to go to the bathroom all the time. Yeah, so I had to pee all the time, and so I had to take medicine for it. And so we go on family vacations, and every hour I have to stop and go to the bathroom. My dad, like he, it was like he resented me, was passive aggressive. Like I'm, it's like your fault we're doing that, and that turned me into a person that now I can't stand it if I can't do it in one take. I like if it takes too long to figure out, I'm like I don't. It's like, I don't want to ask questions. I don't want to ask for help. I don't want to bring any attention to the fact that I'm not getting it right away. And I think that that's because of my dad, who was very much like... You also don't like doctors. 
Oh, I hate doctors. For more than one reason, but I wonder if there's a factor of of you... I've had really bad experiences at doctors. Not feeling like you can go or voice a concern that you have about your body because... Oh, yeah. I'm sure it always. you know? Yeah, yeah I'm sure. I, mean, I think it, it plays into all of it. And so I was thinking, like, oh, maybe there are daddy issues. Oh, my God, am I going to tear up on the podcast? Maybe there are, like, daddy issue things that are happening with, like, the men that I'm attracting seem to be that kind. Like, I'm looking at how my dad was never around until nighttime, and then you only had, like, a very limited time to impress him or get a good reaction before he was, like, annoyed. So it was, like, I was used to that constant, like, you're gone, and then you're here for a little bit mm-hmm. of time, and then I get a little bit of you. Yeah. And so I'm, like, maybe I'm replicating that in what I'm doing. Um, but I'm realizing it's not just romantic stuff. It's other shit. Like yeah. my inability to ask for help, mm. my feeling of like, I'll just do everything. I'll, f- I'll, I'll have everything together. And then inside I'm like, I'm freaking the fuck out, but I'm Even too when, overwhelmed. I mean, I feel like I've, I've, I've noticed a few times, and this was a while ago. I don't, I don't know if we've done it before, but there's times where I'm like, do you want me to, to help you? And you're like, no. Cause there's, well, well that, well, I'm making you a list now of things I, I would like some help with. With our podcast, yeah. Oh, well, I made a list. No, I know. I'm making. I'm making. <laughs> I've spent I'm making, a morning making. I know, that but then talk. we haven't talked about it since. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, like for I, I need to get better at saying probably specifically what I need. But if I, I think I was like, can you send me the the list when you get a chance? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably I, it's probably on I some level me being like, is, I need help. <laughs> my problem is like also following up. Yeah, yeah, fair. So it's like if I ask someone to do something. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they're like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And then they don't. Mm-hmm. There's a part of me that's like, well, I don't want to be like, and it applies to like my coworkers, you know, it's yeah. like, I don't want to be like the annoying mom that's like telling you how to, yeah, you know, how you're not being a responsible you're not being person. not good enough. But yeah, yeah. like, please do this thing you said you'd do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? no, like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I just need a little bit of help with like making stuff to share for the podcast, you know, like. Whether it's like quotes or whatever, like things that people will click on and be like, "What is this?" Because mm-hmm. um, that, I mean, getting guests and getting people on is one thing, but I think also the consistency of like, oh, there's always good quotes and stuff coming out of this podcast. There's always good like little audio clips coming out of this podcast. This is really funny. What is this? Like that's how I click into things. So, yeah. anyway, that's a conversation for a different time. This is the strategic. Um, yeah. What I was saying is that I also, on top of realizing that there are things I think that you're realizing from my childhood that I thought made me a good a good student, it made me uh, independent. I'm also realizing that it made me struggle with other things, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it you know, it is what it is. But I also making a video right now where I talk about uh, how maybe I asked for it, and it's I didn't even think about it in that context at all. I was mm-hmm. thinking more of like. Um, you know, sometimes you put things out to the world and, you know, or, or you, whether, whatever it is you believe, whether it's like, oh, just um, by, by having certain goals and following the steps to get to those goals or manifesting or asking the universe for whatever. There are just certain things that I put out, I think. And I, and I, in your head, you expect that it's going to go a certain way. Like there's going to be building blocks to this thing that you want or it's just going to happen. Um, like I wanted to write music and... In my head, I thought, oh, okay, I'll write music. What ended up happening was all this like sad, emotional shit. And then I started writing some songs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't ask for this. I didn't know that this was part of that. It's like I didn't get to choose how we got from A to Z. Right. Um, same thing with like there's an opportunity coming up for me that might require me to be in Los Angeles 
and like going to like work essentially yeah for a few hours a day and so that would be awesome like if that did become a thing that would be some extra money and you know another thing to do and i'd still have all the availability to do my work but also i wouldn't be able to like just disappear to new york for a month you know so it's like there's a trade-off where it's like i asked for a thing and then i didn't really always think about oh what would you what would shift in that what would you have to work around but the outcome is what i wanted Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I think I'm just paying attention to that more. Like when things don't go my way, yeah. things don't work out in a certain way. I'm like, yeah, this sucks right now. And I don't understand what this is going to feed into. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand why this is even bad things that have happened to me, you know, like with in 2016 was a horrible fucking, it was like the best person, the whole, worst personal year, the best like job year. Yeah. Um, there are things that I was like struggling with that like, then I was like depressed um, and now I look back and I'm like, oh, but that is something that has influenced this. That is something that brought me to this opportunity. That's something that brought me to this person. So it's just like it's, you know, I mean, it's, I think it, humans, we just find patterns and things when we adapt and we, we figure out how it all works together. But sometimes recently I've been thinking when I'm really sad about a certain situation, I'm like, I don't know how this is going to play out yet. I don't mm-hmm. know what this is going to be. And I also know that in six months I can completely change yeah. how I feel about something. Sure, yeah. My friend Bevan was saying that, who's a Capricorn. She was like, this is what I don't get about your water ass. Is that like <laughs> six months ago, you were crying about a fucking dog and how you couldn't get it. And you were sobbing. She was like, I saw you and you were sobbing over a lot, losing a friendship. And she's like, today you're like, yeah, I think I'm fine with one dog. And, <laughs> and like, and I want to, and I want to do this and blah, blah, blah. And like, she's like, it's just mind boggling to me that you can, you can shift like that. Mm. But it's like when you're in it, you don't feel like you're shifting. It's only six months later, eight months later, yeah. a year later that I'm like, oh, I feel completely differently about this person. I feel differently about this situation. Yeah. You were even saying like. But I remember why I felt that way. Recently, you were saying like, if only. He said something like, if only, he, you know, if he says this, then like easy, I'm out. With the current guy that you're, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. I forget exactly, and I, I think don't remember maybe there I was a, there may have been a guy in the past that did that where you were like really into him, and then like, yeah, he said something, and you were like, oh, all right, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a very like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, you hit the keyword. I forget, uh, I forget what it was though. Are we? What are we Girl, doing? I feel like there's what is ha- a snowblower we, followed by was, shoveling. I literally was like, is someone shoveling snow right now? I'm gonna look out this window. <laughs> look out this fucking window. Just stare at people. Can we just have a Sunday morning? Can I just podcast in my home? Can I talk to the internet in safety? This is the sweet old man that wears a hat. Fuck him. <laughs> see, I feel. I don't feel anything. And see, now there's a part of me that truly <laughs> is yeah. going, why did I get so angry at this? <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, I get that. You know what I mean? I'm like... Oh, I almost got. Why is there a motherfucking shoveling? Like, who cares? Like, what is Listen, it? Why is it a big deal? Speaking <laughs> speaking of things that I'm like, oh, maybe I didn't have to do that. There was a woman that got out of her car that said she was going to beat my ass the other day when we were driving. Yo. <laughs> me and Nikki. I came home and told the story, and I said, if Keith were in the car with me, he would have been. He, I would have been in trouble. He would have been mad at me. <laughs> but to be fair, there was logic behind what I did, what I did. But then I forgot that. Oh, everyone, everyone in LA is out of their minds. We well, just don't know. You just don't know. I mean, um, even even the other day, real quick, we were we were going to lunch, and uh, this guy was pulling out of a spot. But the way we approached it, we had to like be in front of him, mm-hmm. so we can parallel park. But he couldn't really get out of the spot because we were in front of him. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. So annoying. we like we like it was like a bit of a back and forth, and then like he finally got, came around us and like oh, he probably said some shit. His he see he his whole thing was that he was telling us don't park there because it's like a, it's like a no park zone or something like okay. that, or you or you're not allowed to park there. He's like I parked there, but <laughs> and I'm not gonna say names, but there was people in the car, and one of the people in the car like immediately. Was like, thank you. Keep on moving. We don't need your advice. Thank you. I'm like, whoa. Oh, Jesus. And based on the conversation I had after the fact, um, just became defensive. It was all girls in the car besides me. Yeah. And the guy, it was a guy in the other car. And yeah. they were like, no, you don't understand, Keith. This is a thing that happens to women all the time where men just yeah. tell you how to drive, I guess. Uh, I don't talk to men, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have, have you ever had that happen where a guy is like, uh, specifically guys, men? Mm. Tell you how to or to not or what to do when driving because I just wouldn't engage. I wouldn't have even opened my window. Girl, I think you probably. I mean, but you also know that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. No, no, no. I'm saying people you don't know, like <laughs> a stranger. Like I'm allowed to. <laughs> if you're making a, if you're not making a right on oh. red, yeah, and yeah. there's clearly you can go. If I don't say something to people behind you, you're gonna beep and you're gonna be like, oh, what the fuck? I'm like, you just make the right turn. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> see. Well, I just have you, girl. You fulfill all my needs uh, for that. Um, for the mansplaining. <laughs> um, Here's the thing. I can't remember a specific time that that has happened. Um, but I do know that in situations where anyone... Could, I was just told it happens all the time. Um, I'm not in cars with dudes all the time. That's true. You're not a huge so driver either. I, yeah, I'm not... If I'm driving... Not with just like other men in other cars talking to you. Oh, so like you, you're talking about like someone in another car. Someone in another car. Oh, yelling at me. Oh, yeah. If you make a, a, a turn and mm-hmm. then um, a guy's like... You shouldn't have done that, or oh, I had someone. Anything, I had like someone. I had someone that called me a stupid bitch uh, when I was getting out of. Oh fuck! Well, what, what did this woman say? Oh, she said, I, "If my son wasn't in the car, I would beat your ass." Uh-huh. To be fair, <laughs> he heard you say it, so I mean, it's already. But no, no, no. she was. Pu- this is the brief story. She was pulled all the way out into the lane that everyone's driving in, in like 3 p.m. L.A. traffic, because she had to turn, right? But she wasn't turning, so everyone was like having to siphon around her into the other lane, even though people are in that, because she was just sitting so there. So she was just not... Yeah. yeah, so I honked. She she eventually... And I, I honked, and then I went around her, and then a few cars after me, she pulled back. Then she pulled out, and she raced up next to me, and you know, like when you can see someone, uh, girl, there's just like, it's an equal energy thing. She raced up next to me and then she slid in front of me to slam her brakes. Yeah. And she was, to put her turn signal on, she didn't turn. Yeah. And then she just kept going. Yeah. She was just getting revenge. She was fucking with me. Yeah. And so I laid on my horn. Yeah. And then we ended up stopping at a light. Did you get out of the car? No, I'm not getting out of the fucking car. I can barely get out of the car when I need to. <laughs> 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 Takes me like a three point turn to fucking get out like an old woman. So me and Nikki are sitting there, and I'm sure Nikki and I are laughing, talking to each other, animated, because I'm looking at the back of her car, and I'm like, bitch, I know exactly what back your car's bashed in, because you're, you, I, you can just tell when someone's coming up, and I think I even flipped her off at one point. Whatever. It was you, a whole you thing. You know you flipped her off. I definitely flipped her <laughs> off. And I just, I just, but to be fair, I just, I just put my hand up next to me as I was driving. I didn't even look over. You know, it was just like a brief little. Sure. So Whatever, that, yeah, yeah. But then she, <laughs> then she did the brake thing, and so I laid on my horn. And then we stopped at the light, and then she got out of her car and walked towards me. And she was like, "If I my, my son were in the car, I would beat your ass." And I just stared at her. I didn't say anything. I, did, I was like, "I'm just like, th- there's no point in escalating this." But also at the same time, I'm like, even though I feel like 
you are being an asshole driving and you should get honked at. Like, that's what it's actually for as opposed to people that's in L.A. What a, that's what would be what, fair. Yeah, when L.A., people just honk for no fucking reason. This isn't no fucking reason. You literally got in front of me to to give me some energy and prove a point when we could have just flipped each other off and stayed in different lanes. Yeah. You did this. But when she got out of the car like that, part of me was like, this is an overreaction. But then also I was like, but I also don't know what's going on with her day. She's fucking picking her kid up. Sure. Maybe who the fuck knows? So I just sat there and it was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to like laugh at you because I think this is ridiculous, but I'm also not going to give you any energy. So it's just yeah. like, it is what it is. I don't know why I told that story, but oh, there was a guy that called me a dumb bitch when I was, um, I'm would trying you say to remember that happens specifically. A lot or just, it's just whenever. This was when I was pulling a Basity's deli. So oh, well, that's a this horrible is, he was in a lot. car, he was in a car. It's also LA, man. It's just, Girl, it's, it, there has to be, I give so much, suited for driving. first of all, I give so much grace to people. And also in LA, I love talking shit in my car specifically. Yeah. There's, I just call for people, you to get it out, right? The amount of dirt bitches and dirt cunts I've just quietly <laughs> called people in my car oh, is so cunt. satisfying. Oh, I literally, the amount of times I'm just like, oh, fuck you, you dirt cunt. Like, <laughs> and then I just, <laughs> it's fine. We don't have to fight. I literally I imagine <laughs> a vagina growing out of the ground like a potato <laughs> basically girl <laughs> um anyway so i was so you know when you pull out of bay city's deli over those little like um those little needles in the ground right yeah and there's an alley back there so this guy was in a car in the alley and he pulled up and uh i was at the little the little bridge or whatever um and i had to turn out and i didn't have a turn signal on but he was far enough back that it was like he was just stopped so i was like Okay, I was just waiting to make sure all the cars were going. And then as I started to move forward, he like cut in front of me. Hmm. And then out of his window, he's like, you dumb bitch, blah, blah, blah. And he started yelling at me. And I and I think what I actually was just like, oh, okay, okay. Like I just like kind of waved him on and he did not fucking like that. But so there, he was But there's just, never been a time where somebody's been like... Tells no. you how well, he, to drive. Well, he not, was trying to tell me you should use a turn signal, and I was like, "Girl, you couldn't have yeah, seen the turn signal." I'm not You're saying like alley. "fuck you" or swearing or just like a no, quick. Sort it's always of, violent with me. But I'm saying like being talked to about how. Yeah, you like drive. I'm driving, and then <laughs> someone stop it, uh, next to me is like, "Hey, you actually uh, you shouldn't be doing that." Um, I don't. I can't recall any, but I also have my windows up, and I don't look at men when they're driving. I'm just I'm listening to podcasts and trying not to kill everyone. You know? uh, this girl. By the way, the one that has oxygen tank is Chloe. Men can't talk to you if you don't listen. Chloe Temchin. I don't know how to say her last name. But it's that girl that I said has the oxygen mask, but also like is a YouTuber singer. Oh, no. I was thinking of uh, a girl that they did like an entire... She's still alive, this this girl. Oh, I'm just telling people are dead that you're not even thinking of. <laughs> um, no, I'm thinking of, not to bring it back to cystic fibrosis. Um, Full circle. Claire Wineland. Claire Wineland. 21 year old YouTube star. Chronicled her life with cystic fibrosis. She, she died. Uh, she she died. died last year. Oh, damn. But she, I think she did like a TED talk. She was born in 97. They did like an entire Facebook series on her. I know. Buffy came out. Was it 97, Buffy? Or 98? <sighs> Might have been 98. Damn. Yeah, girl. And she was part of like the she Nerd came Fighters. came after me and left before me. Shit. Yeah, girl. That's a whole nother. And did more problem. than both of us, truly. <laughs> Um, yeah, girl. Yeah. What was I going to tell you, though? I think I told you all the things. But, yeah, yeah girl. But I mean, life a... is life is happening, girl. Yeah. And you're in a you're in a you're in a place right now, and that's okay. Yeah, I'm okay in, with being in places. I mean, I almost cherish them in a way that I know of that. Of course, it, your dark it Capricorn soul does. Well, I don't think it's a dark thing to be like. I'm going to grow from this one way or another. Yeah. 
I, or at least I hope I will. <clears throat> I mean, you're gonna you're going to shift in many ways. I think one of my main problems is my social anxiety. Yeah, and I think that really prevents me from doing a lot of the things I know I could do, could mm. be doing, and it's something I've struggled with my whole life, and I've even gone to therapy for it in college, and I've gotten so much better at it. I truly have gotten yeah. so much better at it. Like, I used to be at the point where I wouldn't even want to go food shopping alone. I was too... Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it was. I was just, like, not scared. It's just an exhaustion. Or ang- Yeah, I can't quite put a finger on why I was, like, afraid to go to the mall by myself or to mm. go out by my, to like to go get food by myself even was like, yeah, okay, you can do this. You can do this. Like, you know, um, it's a lot of, um, and I've come such a long way, the but unknown. I, I also think that I have so much more. I clearly have so much more to go. Yeah. You know, just thinking like if I, if, and when I do move, to a new place like I want to be friendly with my neighbors like I would love to be able to walk out of my place and be like hey how's it going good to see you how's your day going like all that sort of friendly but I have this sort of like when I walk out of this apartment and keep my head down whip out my phone like don't yeah. respond to nobody because I don't oh, want to talk I think both of us are like that here it's like I'm just yeah. doing my thing and I'll say and so hi. I'll like, like say hi if they say I hi I hate that I'm I don't hate that I'm like that but you know I just I just like to look at it as you know no new I friends I want to be <laughs> Social. I want to have that because it is it is a, a, an anxiety because when I do walk outside, it's like a I feel it go up my neck and like the back of my head. It's like, oh, just don't talk to me. Please don't mention me. Don't, don't say hi to me. Don't even like start a conversation with me. A little turtle bird. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm okay with it, I guess. I think a lot of people deal with this. Girl. I deal with this, too. Yeah. But I think that like. And so I think it, it prevents me from being able to go on dates. It prevents me from reaching out to friends, making connections and networking. Mm. One of my regrets is Reggie. Mm. Yeah. He wanted to hang out a lot. And I was just like, I'm, I, I can't go out to bars like you do. Like, it's, mm. that's not in me. But I wish it were, you know? Yeah. I wish I was able to be like, yeah, let's go out to bars, have some fun. Like, and not have this paralyzing mm. sort of like perpetual like really strong super like hyper conscious hyper self-consciousness mm. where it's like okay i'm going to the bar and now i'm at the bar and i have to wait at the bar and i have to get the bartender's attention and if i don't get the attention then i start sweating because i like i'm feeling anxious about it mm. because there's people behind me that also want to do it. but if the people behind me cut me then i'm getting even more angry because i've been waiting here longer than they have and so it's just like it's all this fucking shit that happens in my head mm. that it's just easier for me to avoid all that shit and not go out and do those things i don't mind going to a bar but it when it's like a crowded club sort of situation, I'm like, I that's just like, that shit. holy shit. Like, I want to be able to the person that goes out dancing. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think I'm like forever wanting to be someone that I'm not, maybe, you know? Well, I think that it's, I think that there are things that obviously therapy and, and whatever that ends up being can, can mediate for you, right? So it's like, you might be able to go from a zero to like a five, right? Where it's like, you're never going to be, you're not, I'm, I'm going to say never, but I mean, I guess not never. You're probably never going to be like a Reggie that just like, that's just in him. Like he just wants to go do all these things. And that's just like, that fuels him. Sure. But you might be someone that isn't 
overthinking it to that point, you might be someone that's like, oh, a few times a month I do like that, but I don't need to do it every night. I think that like there's room to grow, but I also think you have to be careful. You're not comparing yourself too much to like, oh, well, these people, I want to be just like that because they must get their happy. They get their happiness from that. That might not be what you get your happiness from. I think connecting with other people that you're, you think you're losing out on that will help. But I also think that like, you don't have to be like anyone else. The things that that bring you joy don't have to be like anyone else. I guess the way I'm like... Yeah. I think it's just finding confidence in what you... It just sucks because I know that he wanted me to go out and I was like, I don't. Yeah. I don't and, and I don't and I hate disappointing. But you feel like you have to apologize for not wanting to do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like... I understand. I know, and I, I think I just need to be feeling. confident in that. Maybe, maybe that's the the shift I need to do. Just be like, no, I'm sorry. It's just it's not who I am, I'm and I'm trying, okay with it. I'm trying to do more of that. But it's also like, what am I making excuses for? I don't want to. Yeah, I don't know. I just it's like I don't want to disappoint, and mm. I know that if I were to. I'm also of the belief that I can change mm. or that I can, I mean, I, case in point with being socially anxious is like the more I do something, mm-hmm. even if it scares me, or makes me nervous, the more I do it, the more comfortable I get with it. Right. So yeah, when it's I a first, for argument's sake, when I first started working at Apple where it was like someone with social, social anxiety Whew. has to interact with angry people about their broken phones. <laughs> Girl, what the fuck? You know, and... What a training ground. I was ground. kind of terrified for a little bit getting into it. But then, like, it came to a point where I was, like, shaking hands. I was, like, very yeah. calm. Like, I was, like, the go-to calm guy. Like, I whenever there was this. an angry customer. And, you know, so it's, like, I, I know that if I were to go out to these clubs and, like, kind of just... Again, I'm 35 at this point. I'm probably not going to be clubbing <laughs> much. I don't think most people our age are, like, yeah, let's go to the LA, fucking girl. club. I mean, you see, like, fucking 50-year-old people at clubs. Um, That's true. But anyway, it's the point being... Um, I know that if I were to just force myself to, uh, 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 you know, approach something that scares me, I'll get mm. used to it and I will grow from it and I will eventually yeah. get over it. Well, I think you have to look at it as I'm trying so things out to see if I like, actually don't like them. I know I like could do them. it, but like just a guilt that I feel where it's like, I know I probably could overcome this, but I mm. don't want to. I, well, I think it's also a balance to find of like also giving yourself the space that like, let's say you do go to the clubs and go to the clubs and uh, you're doing the thing, but you're still like almost like forcing yourself. I think it's a matter of figuring out what you actually like and what you're scared of. Like, what are you, what, what are you, I mean, I should say that a different way. What, what are you not, it's just not your thing. And what are you just not doing? Cause you're afraid of it. Mm. Are you not going out to like, cause me, well, it's not my thing because of all the things I told but you what about. I'm saying is if you, if you move to a certain, if you get to a certain point with whatever you end up doing to try these things and earnestly and honestly put yourself in positions where like I can break down some of the stuff that's happening and I can push through it and you're going to the club and you're like, I just don't think I like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay, you've, you've accomplished the, or you've gotten past a certain fear, but you might just also not be that person. So I think there's an element of, it's just figuring out, refiguring out. I told you recently, I was like, I don't know what my favorite movie is. Mm -hmm. And that's like a thing for me where I was like, I don't have like a favorite, like if someone's like, who's your favorite artist? I couldn't think I could give you an answer. I think that's a, I'm realizing more and more that's a, 
It's not a good question. It's not that it because um, it's it's a, or it's a it's a oversimplification of. Oh, it is. <laughs> so you, it's an oversimplification. Well, you know, it's like what's your no, fa- what's your favorite band, right? That's like a huge question in high school. That's, I, that's like a, that's important in high school, sit, right? I couldn't even sit and debate with you and give you ten options. But in high school, would you have been able to tell me your favorite? Yeah, in high school, band? I would have had set. But what I'm saying is that, like, I feel like there are all these markers that, as you get older, that like people I know can so easily be like, "This is what I know about myself. This is yeah, what I like. Right, right. This is who I am." Mm-hmm. And I find that as I'm getting older, I feel less attached to oh, I this see. is what I like, this is who I am. I feel like, I, you know, you get to your 30s and you think, oh, I'll finally have... I thought, when I was in my 20s, I thought, I'll have it all together. No, it's like you're literally recalibrating everything. To You're always shifting who you are. So yeah. it's like there is no, oh, I'm finally here and I'm happy. There's like experiencing happiness, but always adapting, always shifting, always like your priorities changing, what I want changes and having to keep up with that, which is why I think sometimes I'm so miserable because I'm like, ha, huh, the expectation of like what I, like I know what I need, but it's like, I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> it's it is a interesting struggle. to, yeah, I mean, you're right. Everybody does change and. But it's like things I or liked a year ago. Some people don't. Some people are really, like. yeah, like you said, like they know what they are. They know what they want. But and there's no changing it no matter what. I think there's beauty in both in some ways. I think I, sometimes I look at like, wow, imagine how simple it would be to just like, this is who I am and this is how I move through every situation. But I feel like I've, I've come across many people who are like, like that. They're like, this is who I am. I'm just going to deal with it. Or this is what I want. Yeah. And that's who I am. Yeah. And then a few years later, sometimes <laughs> passed, they've gone through some shit and they're like, that's not who I am. That wasn't who I am. That's <laughs> not what I wanted. You know, it's just something I thought I did at the time because of, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, this is a great so that's example. Why, yeah, I agree with you in a sense that like, I pr- also feel like I'm always open to change. I'm always open to mm. Fluidity, you know? Like, the reality is that, like, there was a time in my 20s where I loved getting drunk. I loved drinking and going to VidCon and being out Mm. and going to, like, hang out all week and saying yes to everything. And now there's a part of me that has to sit and say, at 33, do you just not like doing that stuff because you don't like doing that stuff? Or, or like, um, because you've changed? And is that because... Like now at 33, I'm looking at like, oh, I could go out to the club and I could get wasted with my friends, but I have prioritized this work stuff that I know I have to get up 7 a.m. for, or I prioritize the fact that like, I feel really tired if I don't go to bed by 10 and I don't like how I feel. Mm -hmm. So it is a shift and a balance of like trying things and giving energy in certain places, but also always finding your level. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I think your, I think your thirties for me is finding your level so that I know how to like, I know the self-care. What about like people who have kids that like. You know, get married and are Sounds having awful. kids by like 24. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking nightmare. <laughs> well, I think that's a, re- oh. a lot of reason why a lot of people in their 30s and 40s do go through midlife yeah. crises, right? Because it's, yeah, that's true. It's sort of like, wow, I jumped into something I, you know, I thought. I went right from being a kid to being a parent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I barely left being under it, the rule yeah. of someone else. And then I became in charge of my own family. Yeah. I think that. Listen, and I'm speaking completely out of turn because I didn't have kids young. I think that that is a situation where, like, whether you want kids or not, and you're young, um, it's you have to you're adapting to the situation. 
So like things that you and I might be stressed about or worried about, those people didn't get to worry about until later because they had to go right into survival mode of like, yeah, I could sit here and be stressed about blah, 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 or I have to feed this child. So I got to go to work and I got to do this. Although I have to say that in retrospect, if Mm. I did, let's just say arguments like I had a kid at 18. Yeah. Like went right into parenthood uh, right at the moment you are legally an adult. Mm -hmm. Um, By 28, my kid would be 10. Mm-hmm. And so by 30, 20, eight, like you, before I'm 40, before 40, you have a kid in college. Kids out in college already. Yeah. And then it's time for daddy to get free. So now I'm feeling like I regret everything. <laughs> and I should have just had kids when I was young. So that by the time I'm like in my late 30s, early 40s, girl, this is I'm what still I, young enough to be able to, you know, this is what I, this is what I think. I think travel and shit. There is no. Wrong way. I mean, in the sense that, like, yeah, yeah no, there's, a, know, know. there's a wrong way of, like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't become a serial killer. Like, that's the, you know, that's well, probably not yeah, the... Yeah, yeah. But, like, in general... Yeah, common sense. You know, discernment, Hopefully. bitch. Um, is that... Play it'll crack if you drop it. I think when we're sitting here and we're looking at the, the you know, the two roads diverged in yellow wood, bitch, you know, it's like, you think that there's a right answer, but the po- that poem isn't about a right answer. That poem is just, like, you have to make a choice. Mm. Whatever road you go down... They're gonna, there's going to be a completely different experience. Yeah. And when you get to the end of your life, it's not about making the wrong choice. It's just making a choice. And anything can shift. Yeah. Those two roads can meet I up at any right. point as well. I think I have well. to eliminate the idea of... There is no perfect What's the life. right choice? Yeah. But I do struggle with what is the... But you do know it's going to set up... More fulfilling choice versus yeah. what I would consider to be the more... Um, I don't know what the word would be. What's the opposite of fulfilling? Excuse me. Unfulfilling. <laughs> um, you're so but, uh, cute. I'm trying you're to, cute but that's like, by saying it's not something, you're not quite defining what it, it is. Um, <laughs> God damn, I'm too high for this. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get high again? Oh, I smoked a little bit. Oh, shit. I'm sober as a, as yeah, a, as well, a boner. I don't cr- know what that means. You cry and sober too, girl. Usually I cry high. Yeah. I become an Aquarius when but I anyway, when yeah, I get this high, is, actually. But anyway, yeah, this is when you come to a decision between not necessarily right and wrong, but like fulfillment. Yeah. Fulfill, like hard work, but ultimately fulfillment versus an easier mm. sort of path, but perhaps not as fulfilling. Fair. I mean, I think that's a good way to look at it. Or it could be my the more fulfilling path in my head might be a regrettable one. That you know what I've realized? I realized I shouldn't have done. You know what I've realized is <laughs> or that vice versa. it's uh, nearly impossible to know how the fuck or what you're going to want or who you're going to be in five years. Yeah. Because who I was five years ago is not who the fuck I am well, now. And I feel like that's going to keep shifting. So it is, yeah. that's, I think that's the struggle for human beings, right? Is like, we want to be able to quantify and like go in a certain direction and like know where it's going to go. But ultimately we never know. Um, which is why we feel like we disappoint people and we disappoint ourselves is like expectation. That's the root of where disappointment comes from. Um, yeah. but I think that life is going to happen the way it's going to happen. You're an active participant in it. You can have the life that you want. But there's going to be certain challenges. I think that whatever your dream is, whatever it is that you want to do, there's a way to really go for it, regardless of your, I mean, not regardless of your situation, but like there are things you can do to, I'm trying to think of how to say this without talking specifically, but like, if okay, for me, I could go and have a family and I could get married. I could 
move to a different city. I could get a different job. I could do whatever. Okay. But like whatever it is I want, I'm not going to be able to plan out and figure out how to get there or like how to balance everything until I'm in it. Yeah. I can make certain plans. I plan to move to LA. Sure. And I was like, yeah, me too. Oh, there's a general idea of what I'll want. I'll find work. But the things that I've, I want in LA and the things that I'm doing are so different than I what wish I, I had. The, I feel like I lack the courage that I had. We were young. <laughs> I also have this pressure where... There's nothing where, left for us. But I also have a pressure where it's like I left New York. Mm-hmm. My immediate friend supported me, but there were mm-hmm. a lot of people that were like, you're, you're never going to leave. You're not going to leave. Even my one of my best friends was like, I'll... I'll give you $100 if you actually move to California. You Venmo that bitch? Or you he, still that won't, bitch? he still won't give it to wow, me. Wow, hateful ass cunt. Yeah. Dirt cunt. Coming for you, buddy. Um, <laughs> Send him an invoice right now. But also, there's an element of like, I have to pursue a dream. I mean, that's what you came here to do, right? And I do feel like I can't... There's just a part of me that's like, I still need to accomplish that before anything mm. else. That's priority. Because I can't go back, well, not, not go back to New York, but I, I can't fail in mm-hmm. my mind. You know, it's like yeah. I cannot fail. I withdrew from graduate school. I, you know, you sacrificed, picked up and moved. You sacrificed a lot. I've sacrificed you left a your lot. Friends. And, only f- and for me to... To give that up. It's, it's, it's really hard for me to, like, potentially give that up. What I'm saying is that I don't, I think that so often in our head, we think. I feel like if I were to be like directing actively. Yeah. In some capacity, whether that's like a web series or a TV show or I don't know what it is. Yeah. Just short films, like anything. If I could just make a, if I feel like I have accomplished that, mm-hmm. then I feel like. You would feel free to move forward. I would feel freer. Yeah. Um, I think that's valid. I think that's what a lot so, of people feel. You know, feel. maybe. Motivation is great, you know? Yeah. But it's on top of that, it's all, it's all these other things too, like I said about me just as a human being. Like, mm. am I even that person? But maybe I'm not that person yet because I feel like I have this, you know, this goal that if I continue to not put all, any all efforts into it, even though I'm slow at doing it, I know I'm very slow at shit, but yeah. I fucking, I eventually do shit. Mm. I know it's going to be... You know, I think I don't that, know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I think that like, I mean, that is true, right? Like we moved here to do a certain thing and like, and listen, and I constantly reevaluating what I want to do. Like I literally sat in bed last night being like, what do I want? Like, do I want to, I like doing music. Do I, but do I want to like tour 340 days a year, you know? And I don't like, there are certain things that I like and it's like, okay, well, do I want to be a writer? Well, that would make it easier for me to just kind of disappear and then create something. And what would that life look like if I'm writing books and I'm releasing music? How can I, how can I take the life that I imagine both? I, well, not that I imagine. I know that both of those things require. And is there a way for me to craft the life that I want mm-hmm. in a new category? Just because I haven't seen someone do it before doesn't mean it can't be done. So I think for that end, it's like, I think sometimes, and I do this, where it's like, it's either going to be this or this. And I lose out completely on this if I do this, and I lose completely out on this if I do this. Mm -hmm. But I do think that like, there are opportunities for those roads to 
cross. And sometimes, you know, just play devil's advocate. You might not be the director that you would be if you didn't have certain experiences. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those experiences might either speed up your process to get you where you are or slow it down. But if you want it, it can still happen. I don't think you have to give up a dream for anything Not else. that I'm giving up, but... But you know you wouldn't have the time, potentially. I just, yeah, I mean, because my whole life, even to this day, I've always sort of had two jobs where it's like I have the main job during the day that pays the bills, mm-hmm. but then there's my web series or the, passion. the music videos or anything else, the passion that I do on the side that I want to be my main job. Yeah. And so to to be working my main job, so I at least make that money, mm-hmm. which I get from my parents. They're like, if, like, you can absolutely withdraw from grad school, but you have to work. Yeah. If you are, do not work, we will kick you out. I mean, these are these are great things to right. teach. So, <laughs> so that was that. So I worked two jobs, and then on top of that, you know, talking about potentially moving or settling down and starting a family and all those stuff. Like it's it's just a lot. Yeah, it comes quick. And I also not, then look at other people who like Casey. Why can't I be like Casey? Um, well, he's a he's a he's just a unique <laughs> specimen. Like I know but Casey's it, also in a situation where he has someone that like he can do all the things he does because he has a support system that just lets him do the things that he does, and he also has the money to allow him to continue doing the things that he does. Like he has drive and he has passion for what he's doing. I mean, I guess that's like he's continued doing what he wanted to do, and then he eventually mm-hmm. hit the right thing at the right time. Yeah. But like Casey wouldn't without Candace, <laughs> Casey wouldn't be married or have kids. You know what I'm saying? Because Casey would just be doing what he's doing. Yeah. It takes that specific connection or that specific thing to happen to make it. So whether your support system is whatever, I think that Yeah, but that's also like I'm I'm thinking about him now. It's like oh I imagine at least when he was doing the daily stuff. Oh God, yeah. He was an absent husband and slash father. I'm sure they were fighting all the fucking time. Yeah. And that's the sack girl. This is, these are things I think about as a musician and as someone who does what I do. It's like whoever ends up with me or whatever, whoever is around me, there are certain things that they're going to have to put up with or there are certain things that like might make my life harder. It might make it harder for me to do this because I'm an artist. You just have really high aspirations, I guess. I'm just like, I want to not only just like be happy, I want to be fulfilled. Somebody. And be somebody. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's a that's a very American mentality. It might be. Um, I mean, that might just be your truth. That might just be what you want, and that it also make it causes bad. this. Yeah. This pain that I feel. Where yeah. It's like if I don't ever accomplish that, either I, either a I have it's to accomplish longing. it, or b let it go. And there's a part of me that thinks I have to let it, probably need to let it go because I'm not, I'm just, and I accept the fact that I'm just an ordinary, I'm just one out of 7 billion or 8 billion people, you know? Okay, well, here's, here's another possible. No one's going to remember me. No one's going to blah, blah, blah. So I should just like let it go (laughs) and focus on the present and what I have in my life and like embrace it and, you know? Yeah. Oh, every day I'm like, well, if I die, at least I'm on Darren's songs, so I'll be on Spotify for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, but there is that element of... <laughs> something will be here after I go. Someone will remember something I did. Um, I think... Girl, here's another option, possibly, besides just either I have to go full on into this thing or give that up and, and accept what I have now. Um, 
maybe through therapy and other things, you'll reframe and your and your perspective will change on. I'm really hoping therapy will. What yeah, your hope. idea of. Damn, this was a very open podcast. I know, girl. girl. We open <clears> you <throat> up. I love it. Seven years, bitch. Um, what I'm See saying. See, guys, I have feelings. <laughs> it's a Pisces moon. Listen, what I'm saying is that there might be another option there. Which is just, and once you go through everything, maybe instead of being like, I have this longing for if I don't become someone that's so known that I've fucked up and I, maybe something will shift and you'll be like, oh no, I still have this dream. But instead of being the most known person or whatever, and not saying that's what you want, but like. It's not about like being known, but it, you know, to. But maybe there is something that is mark. achievable. That, that is acknowledged. Is real, that is realistic, but also within the realm of what you want. Mm-hmm. That fulfills all of the quotas. It's just figuring out what that is. Yeah. Maybe it's getting a job as a director on something. And so once you know that like that's what I need to do, then it's a matter of breaking down, okay, well, how do I pivot or shift myself in the industry and start building up these other networking and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but I'm terrible at networking. <laughs> you know, it's like I have all of these obstacles. And again, I think therapy is going to hopefully really help. But it's time for me to really like start working on these things that I've been... I think working on it and realizing that there are certain things that are yeah. going to change and certain things that aren't. I'm pretty good at navigating my life the way I do, mm-hmm. but I just know that if I can get over certain things, I could be that much better, you know? But also, not to put all the pressure on you, but you also might realize that I want to direct and I want to do all these things, and I'm not great at these certain parts, right? And I've gone to therapy and I've worked on it, but I'm, it's still not my... It's hard for me to do. At that point, maybe it's best to find a, a team, a position where like you are doing what you want, but you also have other people to um, help with that. I mean, you're all ki- already kind of doing that with stuff that you're working on by bringing someone else on that has certain talents in certain areas that oh, can yeah. help you. Yeah, I think that yeah, directing things is such like a, a lonely solo sort of thing in in some ways, but I think there's so many opportunities within like what we do and where we are of people that have groups that work together, teams that work together, people that just like are drawn to each other. Like, let's make stuff. You might not have to be the person that's at parties selling certain things. You might be the person... But that's how you network. What I'm saying <laughs> is that if you were I know, I know. I'm of, being hard on myself. I, I know, know, but if you, if, if you weren't trying to do everything by yourself for always, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you found yourself in a position... I agree with that. There is a part of me that's like... I almost am now coming to the realization that I... I like companionship. Yeah. I like having it's okay. someone that can support me just yeah. as much as I would support her, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I don't want to feel like um, that she would be responsible for making me feel good or whatever that might be. But, mm-hmm. you know, I do think I'm someone who, like, needs that partner who to be there for me when I do get down or mm-hmm. uh, doubt myself or, you know, even make, you know, yeah. So That's all good stuff, though, Biebs. That's all, I think, human beings, we like to be connected with each other. Like, yeah, I don't want someone to necessarily like, be responsible for my happiness, but it would be nice, you know, if... It would help you level out. You know, this is my friend Hillary. You know, when I go to her and I'm down about something or I'm, you know, mm. doubting myself, she's like, what are you talking about? You're great. Like, very, very re- positive reinforcement. You have certain people, Very yeah. supportive... She's like, you're killing it, you're talented, like, just that and the next thing. She really does make me feel better, you know? So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think that, like, I mean, I, you know, you're learning more about yourself. Yeah. 
And I think that sometimes learning about ourselves takes longer than we want and longer than we we have. (laughs) But it's a process. And all you can do is just be honest about where you are and how you feel while you're in it. Yeah. And know the things that you want to work on. And, you know, I know you struggle. I think you're really hard on yourself. And I relate to that because I'm really hard on myself, too. Um, but finding a way to expect things from yourself, but also be kind to yourself, I think is going to be a big bonus for you. Because I think if you have a little bit more kindness or you're able to kind of get out of those those thoughts a little bit yeah. more, that in moments where you're like, okay, I want to do this thing. And instead of going into the direction of like, but can I do this thing? Do I even deserve to do this thing? Blah, 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 like all that. You'll stop that quicker. It'll be an easier process. And you'll be able to go right into, okay, before I go into that bullshit, this is what I want. Let me use all the great things about my mind, which are how logical I am, how strategic I can be, how I can really like break things down, bitch, that Google Doc you sent me. I'm really good at compartmentalizing. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, yeah, things like, I mean, girl, even the week that you were going through the breakup, I literally was like coming home and I'm like, uh, why am I, I like? I just feel like I'm an emotional wreck over like a crush. And Keith was just like working, doing things, like seemingly keeping it together. And I was like, not that I didn't think you were hurting or anything mm-hmm. like that, but I was just like, wow, Keith is. I, I was like, I wish I could be like that. Like, I can't just put I've all. Also, that been as- through many breakups, so you know, well, not that true. again. We're figuring the shit out, but true, true, true. But you know, like, it's yeah, not my first so, rodeo. Yeah, <laughs> so I guess that like, yeah, girl, you you seasoned girl, you seasoned boy. Um, yeah. But I think that like, yeah, that is that is something that really can work to your advantage if you just harness it in a way that isn't um, detrimental to your happiness. Like there are things instead of doubting yourself, there are things about you. I mean, besides the fact that you're a piece of shit, so fuck you. But like, there are things about you that if harnessed in the right way, I think are going to make you very successful. Yeah. I really don't doubt it. Everyone tells me such potential you have, Keith, such potential. Yeah. But also within that there's comparison. You're, you're internalizing that as like, I have to live up to this. And I get that because I feel the same way. If I don't, it's disappointment, you know? But I think you're giving people too much power of, of how disappointed they would be. Whereas like most of these people are just dealing with their own shit. Girl, it's like I bring this episode up once a fucking day. It, the episode earshot, bitch, that didn't air because there's a shooting uh, oh, happens in it. But when she, when he's like, ta- he he wants to whatever, be a Jonathan in the clock tower because he's like, everyone um, aggressive. It's back again. He feels like, and this is what a lot of people feel. I'm hurting in a way that like no one else gets, no one else knows, whatever. And Buffy's like, they want to be seen. Everyone down there is worried about their own shit. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I can hear everyone's thoughts. No one is thinking about you, which is like the scariest thing and the most freeing thing also at the same time. I think about that daily where it's like I'm sitting here and I'm internalizing all these things and like this person expects this. Realize that person is like at home taking a shower thinking about fuck all right now. Like they're not. Yeah. It's a very mature way to look at it. Taking in people, what we think people expect of us or are not or are thinking of us when the reality is that like. I still haven't met anyone that has their shit together. So who the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Why am I internalizing and stressing I feel like out? The only people that have their shit together are uh, lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, girl, I'm sure they're like cheating on their wives. At any time, I see like uh, <laughs> like uh, like a like a rep- like journalists who go to like war zones and shit. I'm like, mm-hmm. you're doing. You got your, your shit so. Or maybe they don't actually. 
I'm realizing maybe they're trying to run away from something. But <laughs> oh, girl, I'm sure they have like, like a slew of to text be that messages. Smart and like to be a, a journalist and or you know a, a, whatever. But even anyway, those journalists, we gotta wrap up. I know, but my even, mother, even I have those, to call my mom and even those journalists, girl, are like there's there's someone else that they're there's someone else that they're looking at that they're being like, I seen, wish I could be more like that. Did you ever see Whiskey Tango Foxtrot WTF? No. With uh, with uh, oh my God, what's her name from Thirty Rock? No. Tina Fey? Uh, I don't think I have. She's like a reporter goes to the Middle East to cover the war. Kind of funny, kind of not. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. Um, what are you doing, girl? You get a drink? We done? All right, listen. Before Keith cries anymore like a little bitch baby, let's get to some of these Patreon <laughs> Uh, I want to give a shout out. Oh, by the way, Patreon is a tipping reward site. Patreon.com slash adventures and roomating or adventures and Check it out. Um, you can also send us emails uh, if you want advice on certain things. But we appreciate these BBs who really help this podcast keep going. Uh, if you want more emotional times, give us more money. Ricardo Braja, Samantha Vetting, Dean Debbie Downer. Oh, I forgot to give them names. Ricardo. I don't even have a song for um, I love Lucy Barajas. Samantha, the truth Braja. is out there vetting. Um, I, th- I thought Ricky. Uh, Rachel Lee Cook Gregory. Uh, Dean Debbie Downer. Sam, it's too much bro air. Sean, missing you more. Miss some more. I was going to try to tie in this Sean Mendez and uh, the Kelvin Klein Kelvin campaign Klein. with his dick out, but I couldn't work it. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert Ramirez. And it's time for the tuckening. Do you have some royalty free music, my sweet baby? Oh, fuck. You got so excited, didn't you? I did. Aww. I forgot about the royalty bullshit. Oh, so sad. I was going to play the new Frozen 2 trailer because it's just oh, music. Oh, I'm good. I'm it's set. just music, and it was really good music. Oh, I mean, you can play if you want, girl. I mean, if they want to come uh, for us, let okay, them come let's for see. Us. I mean, we're talking over it, too. You know, it might... Mm-hmm. It might... Aggressive. Yeah, girl, get it. Get it. Tessa Violet, Ram <laughs> Hussein, Daniel Leonard, Jimmy Frazier, <laughs> Teresa Morales, Becca Murray, Kyle Eakey. That's it. Uh, we appreciate you. Did you ever see Frozen, the first one? I didn't I see it with you. No? Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw it with my... I saw it in a theater in Santa Monica. So if that was you, I then yes. Think <laughs> I, yeah, I think I saw it in a theater, too. And at the promenade. I think it was us, girl. Oh, was didn't I have, us? like, car troubles or something? Didn't we? Oh, or did we go maybe. see Brave together? We saw Brave together, right? I never saw Brave. Oh, well, I saw Brave with someone then. I heard that was not good. It was all right, but I didn't watch it twice. So I don't know if that tells you. <laughs> it was fine. I experienced <sighs> it. Listen, shake it out. Shake it out, baby. Shake BB. it out. Um, listen, you can find me at Megan Tonjes on most things. Uh, you can find me at Keith WOA Crew on Twitter, which is getting a lot of engagement lately. A lot of engagement. So thanks, thanks, guys, for liking my shit. Um, and if you want to leave a review for us, we would super appreciate it over on iTunes. Also, share it with your friend. I love to get little Instagram stories of y'all listening to the podcast. So, you know, listen, laugh, love, and link us. You know? That's like a, yeah. Don't it's like, like a sign you would buy at a Michael's or something. Don't super for your basic house. Uh, women have that in their house. Live, laugh, love. I feel like <laughs> you're hurting a lot of people right now. I feel like I've seen people make <laughs> fun hurting, of women a, who have that. You're hurting a lot of women or just people in How their life. How do you like, feel about live, laugh, love? In their early grab and living, laughing and loving for the whole <laughs> life. <laughs> uh, mine would be like eat, sleep, drink. Or no, no. <laughs> eat, sleep, high. <laughs> eat, drink, sleep. Uh, yesterday I was like, why is eating so much fun? Well, you know, it's just so great. Yeah, it's. It's, uh, Taco it's, Bell it's every rewarding. Day. It's Listen. literally rewarding. Okay, we like ways. you. We'll talk to you soon. All right, good night. Good night and goodbye. Good night.